This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Naftali Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. It is Naftali here, and it is time to hang out again. And I am so excited. I'm excited and nervous because today we are going to get real, get vulnerable. And I feel like I'm going to get a little emotionally naked for y'all. It's going to be a good thing because today we're going to talk about anger. And we're going to talk about The experience that I know a lot of us have, which is I'm not sure what to do when I feel angry. Possibly we might be people that hide from anger. I know that's been my life experience. I'm going to talk a lot about how I really have been learning recently to notice and own those angry feelings and why that has been so powerful in my life as well as in my business. I know that it's not all of our favorite topic, but I'm going to really encourage you to push through the uncomfortable that might arise as you listen to me talk about anger and tapping into that anger. And then let me know what you think and feel. This is one of those episodes that I really wish I could come and I could sit in each of your living rooms or in your cars with you or wherever you are right now and just be with you as you kind of process through and sit with angry feelings, which can feel uncomfortable. But know that in my heart, I am there with you right now. So let's get uncomfortable together and talk about anger. But first, somewhat as a method of avoiding talking about anger, I want to talk about one of our latest podcast reviews. This podcast review is from Jen Creates 77 and it says, amazing podcast. Hi, Naftali. I just drove five hours from Minneapolis to Door County, Wisconsin, and I listened to your inspired podcast the entire way. Love your insight on aligned action and focusing on intention and connection with our work. Looking forward to listening as you explore new topics. Thank you. Well, Jen, thank you. I'm so glad that you have joined our Everyday Mind community, and I am getting so excited to hang out with you more as we continue on this Everyday Mind journey together. Feeling angry for a long time, like a long, long time. I'm 37 now. I married my husband when I was 29. Definitely up until the point that I married my husband, I would say I don't really ever feel angry. Like I feel occasionally frustrated because everybody does, but I don't really feel anger. That's just not something I experience. Not true. Not, not true. But was the lie that I told myself. And I think for so long why I did this, even though it was very unconscious to me, 
I just didn't know what to do with anger. I didn't know how to handle it in a healthy way. And so I really had disconnected from it. Then I met my husband, my sweet, sweet husband. But my husband is, and this is a strength of his, he is very comfortable with feeling anger. It's not that he's angry all the time, but it's not something he shies away from. And so after we get through our honeymoon phase and we jump into life together, all of a sudden I'm faced with my worst fear. Someone is angry with me and I can't just make it go away. I can't bring peace to the situation because it's a valid emotion and feeling. That left me feeling overwhelmed and I did lots of different things. Most of them were not helpful or healthy. I would, when I was faced with his anger, not even towards me, but just in life, I would sometimes try to control, which I would tell myself was diffusing the situation or bringing calm into it. But really, I would try to control. I could find myself avoiding. So this could look like shutting down. It could look like getting distracted. What else would I do? I could internalize it. It could turn it towards me, even if it wasn't necessarily directed at me. And this became a dance that I was doing with myself and had been doing for a really long time. Now, a few years ago, especially when I started to get reconnected with my body, and I know I've mentioned this before, but Pilates has been uber important to me in that process. I started to recognize something. I had more feelings than I allowed myself to experience. This may be funny to y'all because you know that I love my feelings. You know that in a previous period of my life, I was all about the therapy and I encouraged people to come in contact with their own emotions. But what I didn't do is I didn't let myself experience all of them. Why might you ask? Well, I don't know a hundred percent. I know that in some ways it was just naturally part of my personality. I'll go into that a little bit more in a moment, but I have recognized recently that I am an Enneagram nine. And for any of you that don't know the Enneagram, it's basically a personality structure in which you can kind of look through the different types and decide which one best describes you. And the purpose of doing this isn't necessarily to label yourself or describe yourself at a fixed point of being, but instead it helps you to get a better understanding of who you are and why you do what you do so that you can recognize when it's happening and not be unhealthy within your personality. The thing I love most about the Enneagram as I learn about it is that it tells you how your personality looks and feels and acts when they're healthy and how they look and feel and act when they're not healthy. And then it helps you to understand that on a spectrum. So for me, what I recognized as I started down this journey with the Enneagram was that I, as a nine, who are known as peacemakers, I do love peace. But what I love more than that is security. And anger, 
when I experience it, doesn't always feel safe. Now, I didn't have any experiences growing up where people threw things at me or yelled at me. I don't necessarily have any deep-seated reasons to not like anger. I think there's some trauma components that could be there for some of you. And if you are dealing with a trauma response to anger, then yeah, go work through that with a licensed mental health professional that can help you process that so that any response you're having to anger isn't coming out of a trauma response place because that that is a little different than what I'm talking about today. But for most of us, especially those of us who maybe view ourselves as peacemakers, we see ourselves as those that can just roll with the flow. We can come into contact with anger and we cannot know what to do with that. And that's kind of where I was for a lot of my life. But when you dig deeper For me, what the fear was, was if I got in contact with my anger, I one, didn't know what would happen. I didn't know, would I be a person that exploded? Would I be a person that was hurtful and hateful? Would I be, there were so many questions. And even deeper, could those around me stay connected to me if I showed them my anger? And the answer is most of them could. But for a really long time, I didn't trust other people with that emotion. I trusted them with other spaces, but I didn't trust them with my angry feelings. Does that feel or sound familiar to any of you? So what might that look like in your life if you are someone that maybe hasn't let themselves start feeling their anger yet? You might feel like you're the sort of person that when conflict arises, you run away. You might be stubborn because you think that that is the way to not feel the angry feelings. You often may be someone that melts into someone else or just gives up your own identity. That might be something that is a sign that you aren't the sort of person that is comfortable with anger. I know that's what happens for me sometimes. So why am I sharing this with you today? Did I want to come on here and have a free therapy session? No, not really. I have coaches and occasional therapists for that. What I wanted to do is to help any of us who anger is not something we feel comfortable with know how do we reawaken our anger and how do we do that in a super healthy way? I have two questions that I have started to ask myself when I feel the physical sensations, when I notice that perhaps I might be angry, but I'm not sure because I did a lot of training of my brain and my body to like disengage from that feeling. And I used this the other night, and I'll tell about that in a minute, to figure out if I was angry and then what to do about it. And as I was doing it, I was like, I need to share this with my friends on the podcast. So that's why I'm here. So what are the two questions? Question one, and this question may be harder to answer than question two, but we have to start here. 
I want you to, when you feel those physical sensations, so the things that I am talking about, muscle tension, feeling like you don't have words to say, maybe I often, when I get flooded in the space, will go, ah, ah. It's like, you know, you have something in there, but you're not sure exactly what it is. Um, For some of us, it can be like actual physical pressure. It can be those sensations that you have labeled as annoyance, but really they are anger. This is like a healthy anger, guys. I'm not talking about abusive anger or any of that. Anger is an emotion that I feel like is part of our healthy human experience. And so we need to tap into it. So question one, am I angry right now? So the other night, and I don't exactly remember what happened, the details of it have escaped me. But from the best I remember, my husband and I missed each other in terms of our communication about something. I had an I had an expectation that he was going to be somewhere at a certain time and do something. We hadn't talked about it really fully, so that was not a fair expectation. And when I do an expectation episode, we can talk more about that. But Suffice us to say, I had lots of physical sensations happening in me as I drove home and what I had to do as opposed to what I would normally do. So what I would normally do in this situation, if left to my own natural instincts, is I would feel all these physical symptoms and then I would, in my mind, try to say, it's okay. It's okay. I'm fine. I don't care. This doesn't bother me. Like it's just a, it's not a big deal. I'm just going to let it go. None of those are bad things, but I would do that before I acknowledged that I was angry to myself. So I was driving home and I was doing all my unhealthy talking to myself about how this is just going to be okay. And I just need to accept my part and not say anything. And I don't know. I was saying all sorts of lives. Mindset coach still happens to me guys sometimes. And then I stopped. I was like, Naphtali, feel your feelings. Notice them. They are important. And I want you to be able to say that to yourself today, my friends. Feel your feelings. They are important. So stop. Ask yourself, am I angry? And the answer could be probably three or four different things. Three that come to mind. No, I am not angry. I am disappointed and that is coming up as anger. And so I am angry maybe a little bit, but it's not fully anger. Really what it is is I'm disappointment. I'm disappointed. Or maybe it's, yes, I am angry and disappointed and annoyed and feeling like I should shut down right now. And and just list those things off to yourself. The power of curiosity is present and huge. And when we live it out, so freeing. So maybe it's yes, maybe it's no, and maybe it's maybe, because maybe we don't know yet, especially when you're early in this like, oh, I'm going to get comfortable with being angry process. So that night, the answer was a definitive, yes, I am. Let's own it. And so I sat with myself and I did this out loud. I actually did it on a voice recording because I wanted to be able to connect. So 
I said, yes, I am angry. And I am angry for these reasons. I don't need to air my dirty laundry here. So no, I had reasons for them. They were my reasons. They weren't necessarily my spouse's fault. They were just my reasons. And then after I listed those out and I had really owned that emotion, the most surprising, at least it would have been surprising to the old me self thing happened. I felt better by just owning the feeling to myself. My heart rate went down. My muscles were less tight. My brain was less flooded. I felt clearer. And then this is where the awesome is. I was able to actually ask myself, do I need to express this? And if the answer to that was yes, how? What is it that I want the other person to know? Because by that point, I was not activatedly angry. I was not feeling the overwhelm and I didn't feel like I needed to avoid it anymore. So in that space, I was able to say, okay, yes, I do need to mention just something so that we can get on the same page for the next time so that we can continue to improve our communication, but not so that I place my emotions on my spouse. So not that I place my expectations and disappointments on this other person. So I had a purpose going into the conversation, which purpose drives me and it helps me get over the hump of hard things when I don't want to do something, which honestly expressing my feelings about anger is never something I want to do. Instinctually, it just isn't. And that's okay. But having a purpose for it pushes me and it helps me stay out of that really flooded place. And it can for you too. So my friends, if today you're like, yeah, I avoid my feelings, especially anger. And I would like to start exploring that scary place of letting myself acknowledge my anger and then do something with it, not just let it be there. I want you to take these two questions. I want you to place them somewhere that you are often, whether it is on the home screen of your phone or whether it's a sticky note in your car, but place them somewhere and then commit to yourself to instead of hiding from your anger, instead of being ashamed of it, own it with purpose and then use it with curiosity to move towards those more connected relationships with both yourself and others that you long for. Have a great and on-purpose day, and I will talk to y'all soon. Thank you for listening to The Everyday Mind. Here's what I want you to do next. Take a screenshot of the episode you just listened to, head on over to Instagram stories and share there all about why you've been loving The Everyday Mind podcast. Tag me, Naftali V. Roberts, and share so that more people can continue to grow their life of notice so they can build a life and business they always wanted. If you really love me, please head and leave a rating and review so that more people can continue to hear and get encouraged 
and the tips and tricks to grow a life of notice and build that business on purpose. Have a great day and I'll talk to you all soon.